Hello, welcome to another episode of Fantasy Harness Racing, the podcast. I'm Paul Cochran. I've got Brett Skelly and Tom Swiderski with me as always. Welcome, boys. Hello, boys. Paul. Hey, uh, what we thought we'd do today is have a look at the Hunter region. It's an interesting, uh, interesting part of the game, I think, because it is predominantly Newcastle, and yet we've got it's a really big part of New South Wales. It's a and we've got drivers that perform so well in the Hunter, but maybe not necessarily as well right there at Newcastle. And it's also one of those tracks because it's so close to uh, to Sydney. We get a lot of the metropolitan assigned drivers from a game perspective go up and win on on the Newcastle track nonetheless there is a lot of local talent that produce great results there and you have to pick your quarter of five drivers for the Hunter region so what we want to try and do is is break down some of the great options have a look at who we think should be on your radar and try and find some value yeah, there's some top drivers there, and as you point out, uh, most of the ones at the top are from Maitland or Temworth, so there's a, a, a big area to cover, but there's um, some people willing to travel, and it's uh, it's going to be hard to pick them. Well, as we said, um, the metro, the metro travellers, for want of a better term, become really relevant at the Newcastle track, but you can't pick them in the Hunter. You still have to pick your Hunter drivers. And and the guy that we've priced the highest bred is Blake Hughes, and I think with good reason because while the Metro drivers go and get results there, they don't necessarily overshadow Blake Hughes. Blake Hughes does really well at that Newcastle track. Yeah, Blake Hughes, I think, is the first one in your team. He's a local boy, done good, and uh, I think if you see him... At a meeting, he's, he's winning races, so he's uh, one to have. That's if he doesn't uh, get snapped up by a modelling agency along <laughs> the way, Tommy. He's a good-looking rooster. And uh, he, at 970, like, are, you, are you prepared to cough up that cash? I am. I am. He's he's my headline act for the Hunter region. 100 winners this year, I'm closing in on. Might be on 96-odd, but um, 18% win rate this year, 30% placing strike rate, double Newcastle on Saturday, Saturday night um, a few weeks ago, so... And he's only 20 years old, so he's only going to get better and better. Just uh, recently clocked up 300 career wins as well, and I think that's going to shoot up quickly, like in 2023. I think we're going to see that really rise as a, as a big number. Um, he drives a lot for Clayton Harmy, and Clayton Harmy's obviously the leading trainer there in Newcastle as well. So I think if you marry that up, that's a pretty good stat base to be able to pick him in and justify a case to pick him in your team, bro. And I, I think Blake as well is going to be a, a, a crossover as well shortly. He's going to pick up a lot more drives at Menangle on a Saturday night, um, and I don't think that's very far away. So I, I think uh, he's the first one you've got to have in your team because he will have that crossover on Fridays, possibly even coming down on Thursday nights at Penrith. It, so that starts to become a relevant argument, I think, because I... I <laughs> In my head, I'm throwing around is for someone who predominantly drives the one track in the game context, Newcastle, is 970 too much can get a find? In what theory, yeah. yeah. Um, same with Grace. Uh, she's, I think she's... Uh, Grace Pinella. Yeah, Grace yeah. Pinella, 915. But the crossover, as Brett just said, with um, a winner at Menangle at headquarters, um, more exposure, more experience, uh, better drives, better quality... You can you can start making a justification for the hefty price tag, but as you said, that metro influence it it, it makes it difficult to choose that the hunter that region and 
to be honest with you, I've gone a little bit light in the um, in the hunter, saved a bit of pennies, and, and I've loaded it in other areas. Okay. Well, you mentioned Grace Pinella. Uh, she's one of our ambassadors mm. for the game. We've started to see, see her turn up at Menangle a bit more, Tom. Uh, to me, you, she's, what's $55,000 cheaper than, than Blake. Um, they're obviously a couple that'll make an interesting interesting dynamic. Uh, there, <laughs> would you... Would you be more aligned, more inclined to look at Grace over Blake? Well, you can certainly make a case for it. Grace places 25% of her drive, so you're going to get points everywhere, and she's having 500 drives a season. So um, there's plenty of points there. It just You've got to make that decision based on your salary cap because it's hard to fit both in. Yeah. Well, I mean, she she's made light of that in conversations I've had with her that she seems to get a lot of runners-up checks. Mm-hmm. Now, you could look at that as a negative or you could look at it as, well, there's five points every time. And you accrue those five points, five points, five points. That all adds up. It ends up turning into a decent fantasy score. You're probably, you know, you're probably going to turn one of them into a winner as well. So that starts to turn into a pretty good point score. And one of the things that um, I think everybody's got to realise too is that you're getting points every time they go around. Yeah. So if they're driving, uh, they're picking up a point. So Grace is, for the most part, getting a full book on a Friday night at uh, Newcastle. Um, there you go. There's automatically, you know, eight, nine, ten points. Well, the, in between those two on the price point is Brad Elder and Tom Ison. Um, both got amazing records, no doubt about it. But a, a lot of a lot of that is happening not necessarily at Newcastle. Um, so how do we feel about let's let's look at Brad Elder? I mean, Brad. Brad podiums a lot, Tom. Yeah, a lot of drives. A lot, a, yeah. lot, a lot of drives. You've just got to balance that the Tamworth. You've got to look at the schedule that's up on the website as well and figure out which meetings are in um, that week, in that round. So there's a lot of chopping and changing. And Brad, you know, so consistent with his horses. A lot of drives, a lot of placings, a lot of wins. But is 960 worth it? Uh, for me, no. i tell you what, if if... Our game had Tamworth in every single mm. week. Tom Ison would be the first bloke I would pick. He just dominates that track, Brett. Yeah, yeah. I was exactly the same thought. Yes, do you have him in? Um, but he's not travelling to Newcastle as much as you would like, and that's where Grace Pinella on the same sort of line. Um, I think probably she's the better option. Um, and, and Tommy's not really travelling outside of the, the Hunter region at the moment either, where... You've got Blake Hughes, who potentially will do in the future. Grace already is. So, yeah, that's that's why I had them in there. Tommy, great driver. Um, and he may look us, may make us look foolish here because he might start travelling as well. And then, obviously, with his record, he'll, he'll do well. And that's the thing. Like, you, you can – he might not have travelled a great – he still drives at Newcastle. Let's not to say that 2023 might not be – his year where he just really has that breakthrough and that that's part of the game is being ahead of that curve and saying you know being able to get him in your team before that happens so you capitalize on that points gain but who's not to say that the ice and stable doesn't say right I we're going to spend more time in the metro area as well who's not to say that um this isn't his breakthrough year that Newcastle really becomes the time when he, he, he races more there and he wins more there. 
Yeah, and I'd I'd say the same for the person that we've got uh, just below him, which is Gemma Coney. Yeah. Um, once again, we're we're seeing her winning a lot and performing very well at Tamworth. Um, is she going to branch out? Is this her year to start branching out and start coming to town, start going to Newcastle more? Um, once again, fantastic driver, fantastic at Tamworth, um, but we're not covering a lot of Tamworth meetings, so it's it's hard to leave her out, but. She may look at make us look foolish again. Well, look if if you marry up the records of say like a Grace Penella and Gemma Coney, they're very similar, very very similar from stat. But it's that's where that price point starts to dip slightly on Gemma is because she's not driving as much at at Newcastle, not not generating a, as many wins there. So that's where that price point starts to starts to differ. Uh, Michael Formosa. Uh, Nicest man on the planet, uh, true gentleman of the sport, and is a regular at the Newcastle Paceway and just wins there, Tom. Just wins. So does he become a legit option at 875? He does. He's he's very similar to Gemma Coney in terms of price. Um, yeah, I, I haven't got him in my team personally, but um, at this stage, um, he could drive three winners this week and I'll put him in, but... Um, yeah, the hunt is just so difficult. Very, very top heavy. Um, but yeah, as we just got to balance that Tamworth aspect into it, um, into the pricing, you got to run some numbers um, at the Newcastle track. Who drives there the best, and um, really focus on the schedule as well. T drives there a lot is Mark Callaghan. We mm. talk a lot about his boys. Uh, Mark's no slouch either. He he delivers winners, and at seven fifty, he might be a legit option in the Hunter. Yeah, I did look at him, um, and the the only question I had is he taking a step back, are the mm. boys going forward, or is he going to be driving more? I mean, yeah, that's that's the only question I had about him, but at 750000 he's a, a very good option. I, I guess the question is, and I've spoken to a lot of those Metro boys who do go to the Hunter, does 2023 still look the same for you? Is it still drive Menangle, drive Penrith, still go to Newcastle? And they all say yes, but is there a point where, because they are now the legit stars of our sport, you know, your Cameron Hart's, your Jack Callaghan's, Josh Gallagher is, you know, a real star on the rise. Is there a point where the Metro drives are enough and the commute and the, you know, and, and are we are we verging on that and therefore maybe they're not as relevant? And so we have to take more notice of these names here. Could Is that likely? Likely, um, I'm looking at the prize money aspect at Newcastle on a Friday night, and I don't think so because you got the trainers from the metro region that send their horses up, uh, Robbie and Belinda and and whatnot, and they'll send their good drivers up with them. Um, it's just natural they chase the prize money. The prize yeah. money's good, so I don't I don't really see that happening, but it could it could yeah. yeah. And, and the the bonus is that we've got a Carnival of Cups meeting in February, followed by the Newcastle Mile meeting. So we've got two. Big meetings within the space of three weeks um, where there's big points available. Yeah, well, double points for the Carnival of Cups, triple points for the Newcastle Mile. So there's some great point-scoring opportunities to be had really early in the piece. So, uh, so yeah, worth worth keeping in mind. Um, Dean Chappell's a bloke that, that I think, you know, lower down on the price point, travels a lot, particularly you know, around that Hunter area. Um but again, probably falls into mm. that Tamworth kind of precinct a bit more, Tom. Yeah, on face value, six uh, six seventy five is um, really cheap. But 
when you take in that Tamworth aspect, is it worth it? I've got to run some numbers on his stats at Newcastle and, and things like that, but um, it, it, on face value, it's cheap. Young bloke on the rise. We talked about his brother, but Jake Hughes, is, uh, mm. he's emerging, you know, and, and he's well, you're going to get Jake for, what, $340,000 cheaper than, than Blake. Um, we've seen people... We've seen people sort of have that breakthrough moment and, and really um, escalate quickly through the system. Could Jake be that person? I think if you've seen him drive, um, you know it's coming. Yeah, As soon as he starts getting those opportunities, people start taking notice. And I think at $630,000, um, he, he's a bit of a bargain. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think he, he's one that I've definitely got on my radar. Uh, Anthony Varga and Peter Hedges, you know, just – turn up and, and churn out results. So I, I think they're, they're legit options when it comes to those people in that middle tier segment. You've got either of them on your radar, Tom? I've, I've gone, at, at, this, at this moment, I've gone a bit top-heavy and then um, try to find some cheapies. So that middle section, I've, I've had a good look, but I just, that, that Tamworth aspect has turned me off a fair few at the moment. Um, I've got to go back and, and look at some, some data and some numbers and and find some value there, particularly because on face value, as you said, JQ is six thirty, very cheap. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Chloe, Chloe Formosa, I think, represents some good value too. We talked about a dad, Michael, but um, I know Michael's got a bit of a, a progression plan in in mind. He's certainly not relinquishing driving duties at this stage, but you know, Chloe Chloe burst on the scene last year and uh, made an instant impact, and she's getting more and more drive. She's um, and we see her turn up at, at Menangle. Um, Michael turns up at Menangle as well. They come together. And, and uh, so we're seeing more drives outside of the Newcastle area. I think at 5.35, that makes Chloe an option. And I think that's something that's uh, going through the entire region, through the Hunter, is um, you know the names, look at the next generation. Yep. So you've got um, Chapels, you've got Isons, um, Formosas. So, you know, look at that next generation. Are they going to have their breakthrough year? Um with, with the backing of their family. I'll tell you what, Sam Ison is, he, uh, he's no shrinking violet when it comes to the stats as well. I know that we talk a lot about his, about Tommy, but uh, I think Sam at 375 becomes a, a, a real genuine option for you at a really lower price point. Can I've you got go him with in. your strategy, Tom? Yeah, I've got him in. Um, I was tossing up between uh, Sam and uh, Rodney Atkins. They're they're on the same level, uh, same price. Sorry. Yep. Um, so you just got to yeah. I've, I'm looking down at Tom Callaghan as well. Two hundred and eighty. He's he's my bench player yep. for that region. Uh, even Caitlin McElhinney. Yeah. Three sixty five. Well, saw Caitlin yep. win a yeah. race there at Newcastle just recently. So, um, you know that I, I think, you know that there are options there. I, I look at someone like a Brianna Lindsay at two hundred and five. You know that's almost the the cheapest option you can get. And so Brianna win a race at at Newcastle just recently. Um, you know, I think there's enough data there to support going with some of these uh, lower-priced people in order to make gain in other areas. The Hunter might be where you could potentially uh, look to try and try and save a few dollars in order to be able to spend in other areas. Is That that sounds like what your strategy is yeah, starting to lean yeah, towards, Yeah, it is. Tom. The... the the metro influence on the hunter has really changed my sort of way of thinking for this area. Um, you know, you see all the metro guys come up Friday, and, and Josh Gallagher he, he rides four, three, whatever he wants to choose, he rides. So, um, 
it's sort of weighed out a little bit um, for these hunter guys, but I, I'm looking really at the at the value in this area, and I think I found a few. Tom Callaghan, you've already mentioned, but mm. Tom is one that, mate, look, Brett and I, when we did the pricing, and I've I've mentioned upward trajectory and forward trajectory, that that type of term. I think anyone in the whole game, this is the bloke that it applies to the most, isn't it, Brett? This is the bloke that we probably said we think he's next 12 months looks really bright. Yeah, and therefore, absolutely. we've put some GST on him at 280. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was every reason to he's have him. He's been taxed better than anyone. Yeah, there's yeah. every reason to have him lower down. But he's, um, yeah, we're, we're rating him on potential at the moment. But yeah. he's, uh, yeah, he's he's one that I think you've uh, really got to have a look at. Um, and going back to what we were saying before, I think the Hunter region is probably the best one for bargains um, with all the young ones coming through. And and he is one that sticks out like nothing else. Jack Chappell's another one at two fifteen. Only just burst on the scene, but starting to get more and more drives. He's a good talent, good kid too. I, I really got a bit of time for Jack, and he wears a Brisbane Heat hat everywhere I've ever seen him too. <laughs> so, um, I I think we might have to make sure the stewards are checking mm. under his helmet, make sure he's not got that Brisbane Heat hat on. Uh, but there's bargains everywhere, as you said. So, um, shop around, run your run your numbers. Do your research because I think the hunter is, as Tom said and as Brett said, that's where a bit of value is to be found. So um, it makes it an interesting region, doesn't it, Tom, for that purpose? It does, and you've got to factor in the Carnival of Cups, your Newcastle Mile and Triple Point Night, and you know they're racing there every week, and the Metro guys can't get there every week um, because of comp, uh, races that we've got down here. So they're going to pick up wins, they're going to pick up, points along the way um there's lots of racing there so you're getting points just for racing so very interesting region all right well that's a that's a good look at the at the hunter region hope that's helped you out stay with us um across the journey of the podcast we're going to keep bringing you bringing your episodes in the lead up to that crucial date the first race on the 10th of january at tabcourt park menangle make sure you get your team registered so that you can be in a position to Chase the overall prizes. The prizes are amazing, but it's really important. Get in and get your team registered so that you're in the mix. Uh, but also, when you register your team, go in and join a league or create a league and you can really engage in the banter and the head-to-head competitions and and see where it can take you. There's plenty of leagues there uh, to be part of. So thanks for your time. Thanks for listening. We will bring you more episodes of Fantasy Harness Racing, the podcast down the track. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.